Welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoy the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. Turn your Bibles to John chapter 19. John chapter 19. Tonight we'll be looking at uh, Paul, or Jesus um, before Pilate. Again, um, when Jesus was questioned by Pilate, we, we saw that last week, and uh, uh, this week we're looking at when, G- when Pilate sent Jesus to be flogged and uh, then brought back to him again. Um, it, it may seem a little bit out of place uh, where we are right now. Uh, we've already had Easter. We've already um, celebrated Good Friday, and we often think about um, the trial before Pilate and before the um, Sanhedrin and them as we approach Easter. And then we also um, think about the resurrection at, at, uh, on Easter Sunday oftentimes. But like I said, on Easter, every Sunday is a celebration of the resurrection. Every Sunday, we meet together um, because Jesus rose from the dead on the first day of the week. Um, of course, the reason why we're, we're here, um, looking at Jesus before Pilate, is uh, that uh, um, we're going through the Gospel of John. And uh, we were just happened to be here. Um, so, anyway. Let's just go ahead and read our text, and then I'll pray. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you, that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. Pilate said to them, The Jews answered him, We have a law, and according to that law, he ought to die, because he made himself the son of God. When Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. He entered into his headquarters again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, You will not speak to me. You will not speak to me? Do you not know that I have the authority to release you and the authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, you would have no authority over me unless it had been given to you from above. 
Therefore, he who delivered me over, over to you as the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement, and an Aramaic, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, we have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to them to be crucified. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you've spoken to us. Father, we pray that you would give us ears to hear and eyes to see. Father, we thank you for what you did in sending Jesus for our stripes, carried all of our diseases, who took our place so that we could be forgiven. Father, we thank you for all these. Lord, give me strength as I preach your word. Give me grace. In Jesus' name. Jesus had already been questioned by Pilate. And as he was being questioned by Pilate, Pilate had been asking, Are you the king of the Jews? Of course, Jesus, he said, Well, that's your word. <laughs> you say that, that I'm a king. Jesus asked him, you know, did, did you say this of yourself, or did, did someone else tell you this about me? Pilate was probably a little insulted by the question, said, am I a Jew? He, he, he tried to play it off like he had no concerns in the matter. Anyway, he comes to the end of the questioning and he determines that Jesus is an innocent man. He, he had no crime that was deserving of death. He had done nothing wrong. He was no threat to the empire. And yet, the Jewish leaders still demanded that he be crucified. Pilate even offered, you know, at, at, at a certain time of, of the year during, during the, the feast, they, that it was a custom to deliver over, uh, to, to, um, to release one of the prisoners. And they didn't want Jesus. They called out instead for Barabbas, this insurrectionist. So Pilate, what did he do? He thought he would appease the Jews. He thought he would appease these Jewish leaders by having Jesus flogged. It tells us here in verse 1 of chapter 19, And Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And it gives this graphic description. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. The claim that Jesus was being 
investigated for was that he was the king of the Jews, that he claimed to be the king of the Jews, and so they, they mocked him by taking this crown and twisting it from thorns and placing it upon his head. They did the same kind of mocking by putting a purple robe on him. Purple would, of course, be the the array of a, of a king, of royalty. They came up to him and said, Hail, King of the Jews. They didn't say it like those who met Jesus as he was coming into Jerusalem just a week earlier. Just a week earlier, the triumphal entry, you had Jesus coming in on a donkey. And the people were shouting, Hosanna! Hosanna to the Son of David! They were waving palm branches just a week earlier, but now we have Jesus with this crown of thorns on his head, this purple robe, and the soldiers just mocking Jesus with, Hail, King of the Jews! And after this, brings Jesus out again. Pilate brings Jesus out again. He shows Jesus in that condition to the Jewish leaders. He brings him out wearing the robe, wearing the crown of thorns and says, Behold the man! They were concerned about Jesus, these Jewish leaders. They, they wanted him dead. And Pilate mocked him and had him beat and all of these things and brings him out and says to these Jewish leaders, this is the man you're concerned about. He's no threat. Behold the man. Although there was a bit of irony there as Pilate probably was trying to tell these, these Jewish leaders, is this the one you're so concerned about? Behold the man. Truth is, there was something unique about this man. Behold the man. As we hear those words, we think on Jesus and we behold him. We, we consider him and just imagine what he had gone through in our behalf. The beating was not enough for the Jewish leaders. They yelled out, Crucify him. Crucify him. Pilate. He says, There's no, he's not guilty. He's done nothing wrong. There's no, he's not trying to raise up an insurrection to be a threat to Rome in any way? The Jewish leaders argue with Pilate. Jesus, Pilate goes back into the, to the house and he questions Jesus again. And yet Jesus is silent. He doesn't answer. We think back 
to Isaiah 53, where it said that as a lamb before his shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Jesus sat there silent before Pilate. Pilate begins to be infuriated. What do you mean? You're not going to say anything? You're not going to answer me? He's probably insulted by this. And he tells Jesus, don't you know who I am? He's got an ego. Don't you know who I am? I have the authority to have you killed or to have you released. Listen to what Jesus says. You would have no authority if it hadn't been given to you from above. As Jane read from our scripture text, who is the King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of kings. He is sovereign over all things. I think when Jesus tells Pilate, you would have no authority if it hadn't been given to you from above. Part of what he is saying, not all of it, but part of what he is saying is that what Pilate was doing was under God's plan. It was, it was a part of God's plan and his design. He would have no authority if God hadn't risen him up into that position. But there's more there. Jesus doesn't just stop with, you would have no authority unless it had been given to you from above. He says, therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. Now, he's not talking about God there. The, the words there, delivered over, are the same idea as, um, it's the same word used for betray. Um, the, the ones that come to mind here would be possibly either Caiaphas, who, who delivered him over to Pilate, or we often think about Judas. He was the one who was the betrayer, who betrayed Jesus to the Sanhedrin. I don't think it's important that we know really which one it is. The important thing is Jesus is saying Pilate's guilt is not as great as the one that betrayed Jesus over to him. And from verse 12. From then on, Pilate sought to release him. He's an innocent man. Pilate has, from the very beginning, he's, he's seen that Jesus was an innocent man. He keeps saying, there's no charge in him. There's no reason that this man needs to die. He seeks to release him. And yet, the Jewish leaders goad him and, and push him on. They say, if you release this man, you're not Caesar's friend. Now that is something that can scare Pilate. The Caesars, they wouldn't let somebody live who was not their friend. <laughs> In fact, there was another person around 31 AD, I can't remember the name, that uh, was another governor, maybe even a higher up than Pilate. This probably took place after this, this time by about a, a year or so. 
who fell out of favor with Pilate or with uh, Caesar, and he was killed, and so were all uh, many of his um, those who were under him. So Pilate knew that if he didn't please Caesar, it could be his head. He may be the the governor of this territory, but he had someone else that he was answering to. So this charge, if you release this man, you're not Caesar's friend, must have meant a lot to Pilate. It says, everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. And this scared Pilate. He brought Jesus down. He put him on the judgment seat. It tells us what day it was. It was the day of preparation, the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. Pilate says, Behold your king. Jesus is the king of kings. He is the word made flesh. He is the son of man from Daniel 7, who the, the ancient of days gave a kingdom and power that would never fade away, that would never end. But it's ironic, as, as Pilate says, Behold your king. And the Jewish people who, the Jewish leaders who rejected Jesus, Shouted back with, away with him. Away with him. Crucify him. They didn't want to have anything to do with Jesus. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? And they answered, We have no king but Caesar. Now this is this is an odd thing. This is this is in the Old Testament, there was a king. There was David. And his descendants. And David was promised that he would always have a son upon the throne from Solomon on. So there was a king in the Old Testament days, but ultimately God was to be their king. Again, we see that in the passage that Jane read. Who is the king of glory? The Lord, mighty in battle. The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Yet these chief priests, the one who should, ones who should know better, the ones who were supposed to be the spiritual leaders of Israel, said, we have no king but Caesar. Forgetting the Lord, forgetting Yahweh, And swearing allegiance to Caesar of all people. And so Jesus was delivered over to be crucified. This centers around the identity of who Jesus is. Jesus is the King of Glory. Jesus is the King of Kings. He came to be King, as it 
says in the last chapter. He said, for this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I came into the world. He was the king of the universe. And yet, how ironic it is that the king of kings stood there being mocked, being beaten. And no one would have thought that day, unless they were one of Jesus' disciples, that this man was king. He was delivered over to be crucified. We'll look at the crucifixion next week. We know the rest of the story. He was nailed to a cross. And he was put to death. And on the third day, he rose again. And he is alive. He rose again, and he appeared to many witnesses, and he ascended into heaven, never to die again, but coming again one day in the clouds. Christians are an odd group of people. We believe about this man. This man that had been tried before Pilate, who had been beaten and bloodied, who had been mocked, that he is actually God in the flesh. That he is actually the Redeemer of all mankind. It didn't seem so at the time. And even the Jewish leaders stumbled over him. They said, we have no king but Caesar. They could never have said that. What do we do with Jesus? Is he our king? Do we listen to his voice? He came to die for us. He is gracious and compassionate. In spite of all that was being done, remember he says also, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He was beaten and he was mocked, and yet for the very people that were there, Doing those things to him, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. We don't know. Many of, many of us, many people, they look at Jesus and they may not see the King of Glory that he is. But there is grace available. To turn away from your sins. To look to Jesus. And he can embrace you into his arms. Thank you for listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church in Panama. For more information, please visit us at RedeemerBaptistPanama.com or you can like us on Facebook.